Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I am Athlete Tonight. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guy, Antoine Walker. And Devin Booker torched the Chicago Bulls last night for a season-high 51-piece extra crispy in just three quarters as the Phoenix Suns stretched their winning streak to six games with a 132-113 victory uh, Wednesday night. Now, Booker scored 25 points in the first half and had 26 more in a ridiculous third quarter showing after a contested three-pointer splash through the net. MVP, MVP chance broke out across <laughs> Footprint Arena, and a 26-year-old is certainly making an early season case. Now, Booker's odds to win MVP on Thursday move from 45 to 1 all the way to 25 to 1 at Caesar Sportsbook, where Jason Tatum is the odds on favorite at plus 225. He overtook Luka Doncic, who's at plus 250 as the favorite. Now, Twan, it's early in the season, very early in the season. But does Booker have a legitimate chance at winning the MVP? Oh, he's he's a hundred percent in it. I mean, just on my short list, he's like my he's my number two guy behind Jason Tatum. Mm. And only reason and, and the reason why he's two is because you're without Chris Paul, who's only played ten games this year. Um, Booker's played twenty one games. He's played eleven games without Chris Paul. He's mm-hmm. carried the same. They're currently on a six game winning streak, and in the last ten games, he's averaged thirty points a game. And efficiency. I'm talking about shooting 49 from the field, 38 from the three, 90 yeah. from the free throw line, the way he's doing it. But, you know, NFL is totally different. I'm, I'm not, and I, and I always wondered how they pick their MVP. Is it based off record? But winning and losing plays a big part sometimes in picking um, the MVP for the NBA. So when you look at all the ingredients, I mean, Jason and Tatum and Devin Booker are the two front runners in this, in this race right now. Um, and we know some other guys that are having unbelievable sending Giannis's record is really good. He's right there again. Um, Luka Donich, obviously Steph Curry mm-hmm. and even, even um, John Morant and the, and the Kevin Durant to name a few guys that are, should be in that conversation. But Devin Book is playing terrific basketball. And, and I'm, um, I talked about this earlier in the open. I was just so happy for him because this is a guy that got hurt last year. Um, playoff playoff time in the playoffs, in front, yeah. yeah. And he was he could never really get back right, and probably cost the team that won sixty three games last year. We all they all was our favorite to get to the finals, and mm-hmm. they went obviously they got upset, yeah, and then and, they met that 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 animal Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic, yeah. <laughs> so to, to see him come back, 
with vengeance and the, the way he started this season off. Um, kudos to him and his work ethic and what he's done. And he's getting better. I mean, yeah. this, if you watch that three quarters, I think people don't understand how spectacular last night was. 51 and, and three quarters and the 26 and the third alone. Yeah, but 20 for 25. That was the that was yeah. even more impressive. So he's definitely in the MVP conversation. And it's not just totally individual performances based off the team performance, too, as well. Yeah. They right back in the mix. And, and, and they're number one up. seed right now. Yeah, they're sitting on top of the Western Conference. So let me ask you, you kind of alluded to this, right? It's been 11 mm-hmm. games since Chris Paul's played with Booker. And he, Booker, has been essentially carrying this team and has them in first place. Are you surprised at how well the Suns are still playing without Chris Paul? I'm very surprised. I thought um, Jay Crowder, a guy we we don't talk about, yep. not not coming back. I thought he was a glue guy for that team. I thought they were about to break it up. Aiden had a you know his attitude, and him and Monty Williams were not on the same page um, coming into the season. And he's playing great this year too, averaging yep. a double double. He had 30 last night too. Um, obviously, he gets overshadowed by Devin Booker, but um, I didn't expect this. I, I knew they'd be very competitive. I had them in the top four. Um, I didn't have them sitting on top of the, the Western Conference, especially without Chris Ball. So um, I'm, it's a pleasant surprise. I'm, I'm actually surprised that they're still sitting on top because Chris means so much to his team and does so much for him. Yeah, I know we both talked about that because we were asking in the beginning of the year, like, who were your top four or five teams? I think we both had the Suns at like four or five. They weren't in our top three at all. And yeah. for for Devin Booker to to have done this, and it goes back to what you talked about, right? Him and Tatum, they had some troubles in the playoffs, but you could tell in the offseason they went and got in their bag, right? They went and worked on their craft, worked on some other things, and hopefully they, they can both stay healthy and we want to see them take that next step during the playoffs. I think that's the next extension for a guy like Devin Booker, for a guy like Jason Tatum, and hopefully they're able to do that. Another young guy, you know, that I've been very fond of and that you were worried about in the beginning of this year was Zion Williamson. And mm-hmm. he's been playing out of his mind the last few weeks. Now, the Pelicans were once up by 31 in the third quarter. But they watched as the Toronto Raptors chipped away at their league and cut it to 11 with about 528 to play. Zion said enough is enough. Blocked Pascal Siakam on one end, then got the ball back, double clutch dunk, and just brought all this energy back to the team. Now on the ensuing Toronto possession, Williamson stole the ball from Raptors uh, forward OG Ananobi and finished it off with a layup to regain control and allow the Pelicans to coast to an easy victory, 126-108. to 108. Now, Williamson finished with a season high, 33 points to go along with 10 rebounds, five assists, four steals, and two blocks. And you talk about efficiency in shooting now. Again, he hangs around the rim a lot, but 12 of 15, you can't sneeze at that in the game, Tom, you know? No, nah, he's actually yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, you've... I asked you earlier this season, do you think this team, the Pelicans, could be a dark horse, right? And I told you why I thought they could be, right? I was like, if Zion Williamson can stay healthy, let's not forget the Suns team that we were just talking about, they almost took them to the brink with just Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum. Well, if you look at it, right, McCollum, same situation with the Suns, Devin Booker and and Chris Paul. McCollum's been out since November 22nd. Brandon Graham was out, then came back, got hurt again. He's been out the last two games. And Zion, the last two games, has literally put the team on his back, and they've been able to win games. So 
are you surprised that he's been able to carry this team to two straight victories without his second and third best player? Or if you say Brandon Graham's the best player, the other two of the top three guys not being there. I going to let you butcher the man. Brandon Ingram, not Graham. Who's I, said, oh, I, I said Brandon Ingram. I thought I said Brandon Ingram. I didn't say Gra- I said Graham. You said Graham. You called him Graham. I, the crazy thing is, I even wrote Brandon Ingram here. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm, I wouldn't say surprised. I mean, we, we, I'm not surprised. And we talked about this. We knew they had potential because of the success they had last year. And you add a guy like Zion back to the team, we knew they could be really good. We didn't know how everything was going to work. And mm-hmm. I still think if you really look at that record, they're 13 and 8. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're in third place in the third Western place, Conference. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and I think they only in third because, you know, you got guys in and out the lineup. Zion has missed five games this year himself. And obviously, CJ's now out. And then Brandon Ingram. So these guys are missing. Correct. But if they can stay healthy, because I think, and I said this in the beginning, and I'll continue to say this. This season is going to be the most parity that you've seen in the NBA in a long time. You got four teams in the Western Conference that are 500. I mean, you, it's just the parity in the league. So, missing, I mean, I think first place and 10th place is only a difference of five games, maybe five or six. I mean, games. think about this. We, we was killing the Lakers. The Lakers only six and a half back from first place. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like one of those things where you look at it, you laugh, and you're like, wow, the Lakers still can go on a winning streak and be right in the mix with everybody exactly. else. Exactly. But no, I just I just believe with 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 Zion and the sky's the limit how good they can be and how far they can go. It's all based off health. And then when mm. he's playing, he's great. Um I think he's having an exceptional season, shooting 59% from the floor. Uh his rebounding is down a little bit. Yeah. Um only averaging like six rebounds. But besides that, I, I mean everything else looks really good. Um, hopefully he can stay out. Like I said, if you can get 65, 68 games out of him, you should be right in the mix come playoff time, get those other guys back. Um, but I, I wouldn't say it's a surprise. I mean, this is what we thought we were going to see for New Orleans. If they if they were not in the mix, we would, that would have surprised us. But I, I believe that they could be in the mix if healthy and yeah. they're sitting in third place right now. Yeah, but Twan, I remember you vividly saying you didn't have them in your top four because i remember no. I, you were saying they would be what maybe a five six seed maybe seven yeah, seed for you you know it's hard because you didn't know what you're going to get from zion we yeah didn't know, we, we didn't know what type of shape he was going to come back in we didn't you know obviously we used to see these little these dunks and but we never really saw his body or but was what, cut up when when uh, training camp started wasn't right he? yeah <laughs> so, he, so he did what he, he did his due diligence he came back in ready ready yeah. to play so now sky's the limit you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, like I said, I've always thought this team was, that's why I picked them as my dark horse, because I was like, for you to go to six games without one of your superstars, Zion Williamson, right? And you did it with Brandon Ingram, and you did it with CJ McCollum, right? And you got, you know, everybody on that team uh, believing. And Valanchunas has been a nice part for them, too. Maybe that's mm-hmm. another reason why Zion Williamson's, you know, his his rebound numbers have gone down, because being in there with Valanchunas, who, who, who hangs around the rim a lot, right? And he's a gritty player as well. Um, I just thought this team plays with tenacity. They a tough team. We always talked about it, right, Tom? If you look at the championship, you know, teams that play defense, well, Pelicans play defense, right? They're gritty. They get after you. Um, Zion Williamson, you know, around the rim, he gets out there. Uh, what's my man, Alvarado? You know, he's probably yeah. the most annoying player in the league, yeah. but he he straps up on the defensive uh, end. Um, what, what is, oh, yeah, how, got- how long is the court, uh, Tuan? <laughs> 94 feet. He going to cover you 94 feet. <laughs> like every they, One thing, you, you're hitting it on the head. I mean, yeah. I'm not – and we're probably doing the injustice by not talking about some of the other pieces on their team. Yeah. I mean, they got they got six guys 
I got some players seven, now. Seven, seven guys that average double figures. Yeah, they 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 score 117 points a night. So they not they not a team that's you know with those big three, those other guys and other additions that they haven't they drafted well. You know mm-hmm. Murphy, Murphy, and and obviously Herb Jones have been great Correct. pickups. I've, I've run, they've been great. Those young guys, and then you added Larry Nance Jr., who's been great too with them as well. So they've got all the pieces. That's why I say it's sky's the limit. You just got to stay about, healthy. It's about health, yeah. and by being so much parity, you don't want to you know give away games or give away situations where now you come in at the the seventh or eighth seed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where you could be a three. Force you've had home court advantage because they're good enough to be one of the top four in the Western Conference. Yeah, we'll see if Brandon Ingram could, could come back sooner than later. Like I said, he did come back and then, you know, got banged up again. And then CJ McCollum, too, who's an older guy. And, you know, now with the NBA, they don't want to rush guys back as quick as possible. We talked about this, too, right, with with the parody of, you know, resting guys throughout the season mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, mesh and find the right lineup and how many guys should get rest days. If you got back-to-backs, do they not play back-to-backs anymore? So, I mean, the good thing is they, they're they a youthful team, right? I mean, they got some good vets, you know, Valanciunas and, and CJ McCullum, but they also got a lot of youth on that team. So uh, mm-hmm. the thing is, Zion, you, you've been, you've rested enough. You don't need no more days off, you know what I'm saying? So you want to yeah. be smart with him, but it's like, bro, you've gotten enough rest. He need to go to distance. That's why I, that's why I put it at 65 games, because he's already missed five. Yeah. Out of 21. So if you get 65 out of him, I think that's 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 a that's a win for yeah. the season if you can get that out of him. For sure. This is I Am Athlete. Tonight, I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guy, Antoine Walker. Tuan, the Celtics just paid Al Hofford. He agreed on a two-year deal for $20 million, con- uh, $20 million contract extension that ties him to the franchise through his 39th birthday in 2025. Now, Hofford, a five-time All-Star, is completing the final season of his four-year $109 million contract Offer will earn $26.5 million this season with a new deal beginning in 23 and 24. Tuan, does this deal make sense? This is a great deal um, to be to be able to – because he's been so efficient and so good, he would have had a lot of offers. Next. I don't know if the money changes that much, but, yeah. I, think, but I think he would have had a lot of offers, a lot of takers. And I think the Celtics did a good job of just cutting that off right away. And what makes the deal so great is that, you know, you got a guy that's, that's been hurt the last year and a half, and you don't know where this is going right now. Man. Robert Williams, we have, to, <laughs> we have to keep, you got to keep, you know, you, know, you got to keep it real. Robert Williams has been hurt. And Literally. he hasn't, you know, he hasn't been durable. And you, you got a veteran guy like Al who spaces the floor, who can shoot the three, who's shooting the three amazing this year. Um, he just fits into that culture. He's a veteran in the locker room. And you could tell, you know, when guys sign this early, you know, um, they like where they at. They like they like being around those guys. They like that. And this is the second time Al was able to do this. Um, mm-hmm. He did this in Philly too, and Philly gave him an extension too. So this is great. His agent done a good job. Well, he don't have to worry about free agency. But this is a great signing, man. I mean, this guy's playing great. Shooting fifty five percent from the field, forty eight from the three. Mm-hmm. Um, they in first place. And you know, I mean, this is this is, and you don't have to go out and compete this summer and maybe lose him for, you know, a team to come in and give him two years, thirty million. And Al may take the money at the end of his career, but now yeah. to come in and do it now and and to get that deal done, that's a great job by Brad Stevens. Well, I also think right, he's self aware. It's a veteran guy. Played a lot of fo- basketball. Played a lot of playoff basketball. He understands what the Boston Celtics have. 
right? They were able to make it all the way to the championship last year. He was like, why not just stay in this culture? To your point, Tuan, could he have made two or three more a year maybe on the open market? Yes, but if you like where you're right. at and you feel like you got a legitimate chance, and with those two young superstars they have, they have a legitimate chance to win it all this year. Why not just stay with your team? You said it, first place in the, in, in the East right now. It just made sense to get this deal done. And again, he don't have to worry about it when the summer comes around and they know he's locked in. And it also gives them some flexibility, right? Because you talked about Robert Williams has not been healthy, even though I think he's a star too, if he could stay healthy and stay on the court. We just haven't seen it, Tuan. Yeah, and that's the scary part. I mean, I, I hopefully he gets back on the court. He's so young, and, and you got to make sure that, you know, but I think as a safety valve, a veteran guy in a locker room, and, you know, not being biased, and, you know, obviously I'm a Celtic at heart, but they're doing everything the right way. They're they're building around these two young guys. They're going to make a run and try to see if they can go on a three-, four-, five-year run of competing mm. for NBA NBA championships. That's what the Celtics are showing you. And adding this guy for a couple more years lets you know that they like where they're at and, and they're serious about competing and winning. Hi, everyone. This is Hope Solo, host of Hope Solo Speaks, a Sirius XM podcast. The biggest sporting event in the world is upon us, and we decided to do something unique. All throughout the tournament, I'll be bringing on great female soccer players from all over the world to discuss what's going on in the men's games. With new episodes every week, all the way through the finals, it's analysis you won't get anywhere else. Hope Solo Speaks is available on the SXM app with all of our trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guy, Antoine Walker. Antoine, this is the game that a lot of people have circled this weekend. Now, there's a lot of good NFL football, but this game, right? A rematch of the AFC Championship game from last year between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. Seems like Jamar Chase could potentially be making his return, and he has cooked the Chiefs because they routinely, Antoine, 
like to blitz and go man coverage. Well, I hope Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive corner, has learned his lesson, right? You got a lot of rookie corners out there. The last thing you need to do is go all out blitz and go man coverage, even though we know that's your pedigree against Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. You do not need to do that, right? If you look at this matchup, I think it's going to be won and lost in the red zone, Twan, right? If you look mm-hmm. at Kansas City Chiefs, they're always very inventive in the red zone. One thing that irks me about them, Twan, though, is they refuse to run the football, just like the Buffalo Bills in the red zone. We got Isaiah Pacheco, who has been running that thing lately. Give him the ball in the red zone. But Andy Reid does a masterful job, right, of just being inventive and getting different plays. We've seen them, you know, line up four receivers to one side in the diamond shape, right? We've seen Travis Kelsey take snaps, you know, in the red zone. They do so many different things, and they figure out how to get Travis Kelsey the ball in the red zone. Adversely. If you look at this Cincinnati Bengals defense, right, one of the best red zone defenses in football last week, they won the game simply because they kept the Tennessee Titans out of the end zone, right? The Titans settled for four field goal attempts, and they only made three of them because that defense really, uh, you know, stifles people in the red zone. Their defensive coordinator, Lou Amarono, does a really good job of mixing things up. Now, they always usually run that cover two defense, that two high shell safety look, Mm -hmm. but they give you different looks from it, right? They play either two man, which is man corners on the outside, or they'll drop one of those safeties as a whole player to double one of the receivers. And then let's not forget, going back to last year when the, the Bengals, who had success twice against the Kansas City Chiefs, right? It was Lou Amaroto in the, the AFC Championship game in the second half. He decided to only rush three guys and drop eight, right? And Patrick Mahomes and the offense struggled when they did that. And what they did is they dropped their defensive end, Sam Hubbard, and essentially made him a spy on Patrick Mahomes. And then he would green dog them. What green dog means when you have somebody in man coverage, Twan, you add on to the rush. So essentially he had Patrick Mahomes one-on-one whenever he went. He would add on and get sacks on Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes could not find anybody open. He actually did the same thing versus the Tennessee Titans last week when they went spread, right, and had, you know, just one guy in the backfield, and they had a lot of success with it. So that's where I think the game is going to be won and lost. First in the red zone, right, because this is a really good red zone offense with the Kansas City Chiefs. They're inventive in the way they do things. And then the Cincinnati Bengals do a good job of stifling teams in the red zone and forcing them to kick field goal attempts instead of just giving up touchdowns. Now, this could be a game where the Chiefs have a depleted receiver group. Now, Juju Smith-Schuster returned last week after missing a game with a concussion, but he was out of practice earlier this week with an illness, but he most likely will go. Um, Kadarius Toney, right? He's still missing with a hamstring injury. We'll see if he'll be able to go. McCall Harmon's still on IR. He won't be able to play in this game. So Patrick Mahomes, again, it doesn't seem like it's mattered who's been out there on the field. He's been able to still cook with who's ever been on the field. But he did have a few turnovers last week, had a, a pivotal interception in the red zone. I know we talked about that with Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes has had a few games where he's done that. He did that versus the L.A. Rams. He did that versus also the um, Buffalo Bills. And with this Cincinnati defense being so stifling in the red zone, he has to protect the football in the red zone. Twan, who do you like in this game? Wow, that's a tough one right here, dude. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's a tough one right here. It got me coughed up. But, uh, <laughs> he coughed He don't even know who to, who to pick in this game. No, nah, I'm going to go with Cincinnati, man. I'm going to go with Whoa, Cincinnati. Whoa, you taking the upset. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I'm going to ride this three-game winning streak. I know Kansas City's on a five-game winning streak, but I'm going to take this three-game winning streak 
and I'm really taking it because I mean I'm I'm hoping that Chase and 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 uh, Mixon back at back playing and Mixon yeah could 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 uh, back, come uh, back back in yeah. uh, back in the lineup and I'm also going with that Cincinnati's been playing great since they obviously they start the season on too and everybody wanted to write them off and I just always go back to Joe Burrow and and his confidence and what he said they had 15 more games left that he knew they was going to get it together and and the way they've been playing these last three games well him in particular how good he's been these last three games has been really special he's back in that. That, that top quarterback conversation now. So I like where they're at. They're at home. Um, and, and I think they're going to get it done, man. I think they, they get it done and keep this winning streak going. Um, and then we start talking about them again, a team that's been there before. They're not scared. They're confident against the Kansas City team. So I like I like Cincinnati. Can I give you a quick tidbit just in case you want to change your answer, Tuan? You can go ahead. I'm not going to change my answer, but go ahead. Just listen to this tidbit. I don't think you've ever heard a stat line like this before in your life. Go ahead. Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. in games in November and December is 26 and 0. He's never okay. lost. Is that, wanna, is, you still want to keep is, your answer? Yeah. Is that a chance that he's going to go undefeated his whole career? At it some could point, be. At some point, he's going to lose in. The, I, and, the people and, have been saying that for the last three years. <laughs> he lost the game in November and December. At some point, he's going to lose and starts Sunday. I don't think it starts Sunday. I, I'm, I like the Chiefs. Uh, give me the two and a half. I think they cover um, until they show me different, right? I, I, I bet against them twice earlier this year. It's not happening again until the Chiefs show me different. I believe they win. They they do a good job of getting after the quarterback, Chris Jones. Uh, and sometimes, you know, with pressure, simulated pressure and, and pressure, you know, with Rob, um, with Steve Spagnola, they're able to get to the quarterback. Now, the thing is, I think they need to do more four-man rush this game versus Cincinnati because if they, they blitz again with them rookie corners, good Lord, Joe Burrow and Chase, if he's back and is able to be healthy or even T. Higgins. We saw T. Higgins last week really take off. They play the Tennessee Titans, who, again, from the New England tree, they play a lot of man coverage and uh, also some cover three. But that man coverage, T. Higgins was eating it up, man. So especially on third down, you know, Mike Vrabel and them went out there and played, you know, man coverage. T. Higgins had a field day with them. So if they do that, the Kansas City team does that. And I think the Tennessee Titans have better DBs than Kansas City has. They do that. They're going to get eight up. But I'm still taking the Chiefs again. I can't argue with 26 and 0 Twan. Like that man ain't lost one game. It'd be one thing if he lost four or five. He ain't lost a game in November and December in his whole career, Twan. No. I'm going with that. You gotta get one, man. Why are you wishing evil on him? I'm not. It's just I mean <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna lose one eventually. He's still gonna have a great record if he loses one in this time frame. I mean, I just like what Cincinnati is at right now. I just think they're playing I like good where football. Kansas City's at. <laughs> I, I like I like what Cincinnati's at. When you lose those two weapons and you still take care of business, you lose your top receiver. You still we also got to put it into on. perspective who they was playing to. I mean, the Tennessee uh, game was a big win. Uh, one thing I liked about football, I don't, every week is different. You never yeah, you, know. can, you can lose yeah. against anybody. You can lose against anybody. So I, don't, I, I never, I never take that into consideration. Mm. Basketball, you probably could say that a lot, but not not in football. Well, you don't no. think basketball but with the parody that we talked about is kind of like that too, though? Well, this year it's got like that. In the past, you kind of knew. You know, you knew, like there's no reason yeah. why the Warriors should lose to the Magic, is what you're saying. Like, I think right Even now, though we in the beat NFL, them this year. <laughs> I think right I think right now in the NFL, you really think about it, it's probably 
one team you probably can bank on losing is probably the Houston Texans. Well, I mean, that's probably that, that's probably it right now. And he might, right might be right about that. Yeah. So I mean, and everybody else, you never know. You're right? Because I mean, Carolina's want rat, you know, rattled off a few. Chicago's rattled off a few. Well, you got to think about the Jets end up beating the Bears because they have a third string. You know, bro, defense. who would have beat so, y'all with Fields? Like, just chill, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, Fields didn't play third string defense. You know, some things go your way. You never know what happens come Sunday. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you feel. Yeah. I don't know why you're feeling a little guilty about that. What's the same? That's something anything can happen if you know week to week. Yeah, but we all knew y'all was gonna lose versus the Jets last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So I mean, why are you doing the Texans like that though? That man said I think we think every you know, you know, every week is gonna be different except for when you play Texans. That's probably an automatic win. <laughs> that's literally what you yeah, said. That's why that's probably yeah, that's probably automatic win. Like you said it's an automatic win, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> Deshaun couldn't have came back against a better team. I know. He, oh, he wait, he couldn't get better against no better team. Huh? That's the right team to come against. Oh, he fumbled it. Just to give y'all up there, Ramondre Stevenson caught a screen pass, and it went about 10 yards, but then he fumbled it, and Nelson Aguilar fell on it. It'll be second down for the New England Patriots. They they got lucky. That's two fumbles on back-to-back drives right now for the New England Patriots. Just giving you guys an update. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guy, Antoine Walker. And if the AFC Championship rematch game is one of the most watched games, this will probably be the second most watched game, Tom. The Miami Dolphins against the 49ers. Do you know what this game reminds me of, Tom? You know that Spider-Man meme where he's pointing at himself and he, there, there's two Spider-Mans and they're pointing back at each other? This is what this game is kind of going to mean because if you look at it right um, – Mike McDaniel came from that system. And I'll just give you an update. Uh, the Patriots put Marcus Jones, their defensive back, who's a great return man in the game. And he just scored on a touchdown down the sideline. The uh, Pats are up 6-3 right now. They threw him the ball on the sideline and he took off. He has different type of speed. So a um, little wrinkle there from Matt Patricia. You know, he's in his offensive mm-hmm. bag. It was a quick screen, and if you miss one tackle and man coverage was Marcus Jones, you're not going to catch him. He got different type of speed. But getting back to this Miami Dolphins versus the 49ers, right? I'm so excited, Tuan, to see this high-powered offense from the Dolphins against this this the Miko Ryans-led defense uh, for the 49ers, right? If you look at Tua Tungavaloa and what he's done with this offense, his process is so crazy. Like, he processes through plays and reads so fast. It's ridiculous, Tuan. And there is nobody, and let me make this clear, there's nobody in the league right now throwing a more accurate pass across the middle than Tua Tungavaloa. I mean, he is putting the ball on the money. Now, we've seen a few times him throw a couple out routes on on the money too, but that's not what his claim to fame is, right? He's an accurate quarterback in the middle. They do a really good job, Mike McDaniel, of, you know, RPOs, right? Quick slant routes where he hits Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on in-breaking routes all day, and he's just deadly accurate. He's one of the few quarterbacks that throw to a spot. He doesn't throw to a guy, Twan. He throws to a spot, and the receiver is almost Mm -hmm. always there. So he's just been deadly accurate this year. But I'm interested to see them go up. I think a big thing with Teron Armstead, right, their left tackle, we'll see. He has like a pec strain. I think he's going to try to give it a go. His head coach came out and said, you know, if he isn't hurting us, we'll allow him to play which gives me pause, Swan, because if those are the words you're using, as long as he's not hurting us, 
which means he's probably messed up pretty bad and he probably shouldn't be out there playing. But he's a tough guy, and he's played with multiple injuries before, so I know he's going to give it a go. I think Raheem Mostert will be back and be healthy for this game. And Jeff Wilson, both of those guys were with the San Francisco 49ers last year. Jeff Wilson just got traded there this season. He's given their run game a little boost, even though Sunday they really didn't run the ball all that well. Tell him who Funga is the guy I want to watch, the safety from the 49ers, because – I'm talking about it, right? This defense, the pass rush is second to none with Nick Bosa coming off the edge. Um, Ebucam has been hurt. We'll see if he's able to come back. Drake Jackson, who they took in the draft, has been really amazing too. And they could be getting some reinforcements, Tuan. It looks like Eric Armstead took took in practice yesterday. Didn't get the practice report yet from today because they're on the West Coast, but he practiced yesterday for the first time in a long time. He adds to that pass rush ability in the middle. That's what this team has been missing. And what D'Amico Ryans likes to do, he'll sometimes on third down bring Fred Warner down in the box, right? That way he guarantees a one-on-one for all his pass rushers, right? And then sometimes he'll bring Telenohu Funga off the edge on first and second down. So he's just been crafty in the way he's been able to use the different skill sets for the players on his team. And his defense is just played at a high level. Twan. They have not surrendered any points in the second half in four straight games, which is ridiculous. That's the level they're playing on. One thing of concern, right? Um, Elijah Mitchell just got put back on IR, the running back. He was like their bulldozer in the second half of games where there's a lot of misdirection from Kyle Sanahan in the first uh, get in the first half, giving you that eye candy to make sure your eye discipline is right. In the second half, he would bring in Elijah Mitchell, and then he would just pound the rock and, and just run the ball down the team's throat. Now they won't have him. And then there was also concern that Christian McCaffrey could potentially miss this game, but he took in and practice today and told reporters that he will play on Sunday. So I think that's a relief for this 49ers team. Tuana, as you look at this game, what are some of the matchups you're looking at it? And tell me who you got in this game. Wow, this is going to be a great game. I think this game got so many intangibles. It means so much to both these teams to kind of see where they're at because um, both of these teams obviously have Super Bowl aspirations. So I think obviously for, for the Dolphins to see if this high-powered offense can go against this defense and put up points um, will be interesting to see if they, they'll be able to do that. Um, I think for San Francisco, this is going to show – to see if they can can score. This is the reason why you go all out and you, you add the weapons that they added to, to see if you can be able to keep up with sometimes with a high powered offense if you have to score. Um so this this game has it has so many intangibles. I'm looking forward to it. Um I love San Francisco in this game. Mm. I love I love San Francisco in this game. Um I believe San Francisco has yet to hit their stride. I think it's they're they just over the next three, four weeks we're gonna see them get even better because their offense is going to catch up. And the offense has been doing solid, but I think they're gonna get even better as they get more chemistry together. Great. Um but I, I I I like San Francisco. I think San Francisco is going to win this game. I think the defense. I think they're going to control the clock. I don't think they're going to try to get into a shoot a shootout um, with the Dolphins. And I believe I believe that the San Francisco being at home too, that's an, an advantage too. I like the San Francisco 49ers in this game. Do you think they cover the three and a half? They're favored by three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they got. The, yeah, man, they got the capabilities of covering three and a half. Yeah, mm. especially with the, Robbie Go, 
Yeah, old Chicago Bear. That was my guy too when yeah. I played there in uh, San Fran. If you look at this game, I talked about it again. The similarities, right? Because Mike McDaniel came from the Shanahan tree, right? They give you so much eye candy. They put you at odds on defense, right? Because you have to be disciplined with your with your eyes, right? They're going to give you so much motion, and and they're also uh, pre snap, and they're also going to uh, move guys, you know, right before the snap as well. So you have to be eye disciplined. And what they do is, well, Mike McDaniel's is thrown the ball a little bit more than Kyle Shanahan. You know, Kyle Shanahan likes to run the football. And Mike McDaniel would like to run the football, too. They just haven't been able to get it going in, with the Miami Dolphins. So, again, we talked about it, the matchup between the offense and this defense that essentially hasn't given up any points in the second half. It's To me, it's going to come down to, you know, this Miami defense who has struggled as of late right now, they played well against the Houston Texans, but like Tuan just said, I think that's the one team you can say that you're going to most likely get a win against is the Houston Texans right now in the NFL. Every other team has put up a lot of points. Your Chicago bears put up a lot of points. The Detroit lions put up a lot of points against them. And two essentially had the Willis team to victory in those games and outscore everybody. Well, now with a defense that is as good as the 49ers, this is what we're learning about the Miami Dolphins, right? These next couple of weeks, Swan, because I believe it starts this Sunday with the 49ers. They're playing a really good defense. Then mm-hmm. they play the Buffalo Bills, right? And then they play the Chargers. Or they play the Chargers, then the Buffalo Bills, right? And then they finish the season, I think, with the Jets. So these are some of the better defenses in the NFL. And we'll learn something about the, the, the Miami Dolphins. And can they be true competitors in this AFC? I mean, two is undefeated right now. And again, you play who's on your schedule, Tuan. You know what I'm saying? So I, either way, you still got to go out there and compete. He, again, is one of the leading candidates in the MVP race for how he's played, and deservingly so. But we'll learn about this defense because, again, they've been getting cooked by everybody except for the Houston Texans. So it's going to be – it could be a long day at the office depending on Kyle Shanahan. But then, again, who better to, you know, to know that offense than Mike McDaniel to give – Josh Boyer, the defensive coordinator from the Miami Dolphins, some some pointers on maybe how to defend against that offense again. But both of these guys are offensive geniuses. They change things up so much week to week, you you really never know. And the thing, I think Kyle Shanahan even talked about this in the press conference today, right? The thing with having a guy like Tyreek Kill, he knew that Mike McDaniel was going to have fun with that offense because that's a different type of speed and and like – we haven't seen a speed like his in the NFL. And then Jalen Waddle is just a tad bit slower than him, right? So when you got guys that get open that fast and you have a quarterback that can process as fast as Tua and get the ball off and get to them playmakers, you know, in stride and throw to a spot, that's the mix of a dangerous offense. And I think that's why the Miami Dolphins have been dangerous. But I'm like you, Tuan. I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm taking them on the money line. I'm scared of that line. I think three and a half is a lot of points on. So I'm taking the 49ers just to, you know, to win straight up on the money line. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA tonight trial to start your free trial today.
Sirius XM Podcasts. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I'm not a charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.